Hello, everybody. This is Sunnyside Up Tarot, and I'm Chacha, your tarot reader. I hope everybody's doing well out there today. Um, so I'm going to do things a little bit differently. Uh, probably not going to have a topic really too much that we're going to discuss beforehand. Um, since it is close to Valentine's, uh, I've had like eight days away, for those that are counting. <laughs> um, I've had a lot of people... Um, Men especially, so don't try to uh, weasel out of that. <laughs> I get more men around Valentine's Day that want tarot reads than, well, I can't say more than women I get. Well, yeah, kind of. I do kind of get more men um, on an average. Uh, I get uh, men followers more than women followers on an average anyways. But I get more around Valentine's Day. I think the thing about it is, is um, most guys are not going to go about about it talking to their guy friends, you know, like um, about hey, do you how do you think my connection's going? Do you see, what, what do you see? You do you see me and her having a future? I mean, I just don't see guys doing that. I mean, maybe they do. I I could be wrong, but. Um, on average, probably not too many of them do that. And so they probably don't ask their guy friends, you know, like, I'm sure sometimes they ask them about, you know, what they think, or maybe some advice here and there. But um, so I think what it is is around Valentine's Day, um, especially, of course, love readings for the guys, maybe they're trying to get a little insight on if they should get a gift, if they shouldn't get a gift, like, um, insight if they can't really get if they're picking up what they think is they're picking up a vibe from her but but um maybe they kind of expressed something a little bit different at the beginning the men and then realize this valentine's day <laughs> or whatever valentine's day it is that it pertains to them but around that time which for if you're a guy and you don't like Valentine's Day and you don't want to give gifts and you don't want to participate in that hallmarky type of spend your money for, you know, what is really just another day that I can love you just the same as I did yesterday or and I will tomorrow, you know, I so I, I totally get that. But if uh, you're a guy and you're in a new relationship and um, maybe you're trying to take it a tiny itty bitty step further and maybe you know the last time that you communicated about that type of thing within the relationship with your your gal and, and this is for ladies too if it if it happens to pertain to you because I know there's a lot of women out there that are also are going to listen to um love messages around Valentine's Day but if you happen to have the last time that you were communicating about where your relationship was going, it was probably really premature. It wasn't time for that yet. <laughs> um, or maybe it was time for that, but you um, you didn't really uh, feel like taking it there yet. You just weren't sure. Um, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. I'm totally cool with that. I'm, I'm not cool with people who um, 
play games, play, I mean, be a player. If you're a player, but you tell people you're a player, they know what's up, you know, like you've, you've laid it on the line, like they say, hey, I just want uh, to have fun and to mess around and I'm not really looking for a serious relationship. Maybe I just got out of one or, or whatever the case may be. Um, that's cool. That's your prerogative. I mean, that happens in life, especially, yeah, if you get out of a, a, a marriage that you, you know, uh, every marriage, you know, I'm sure you didn't get married when you were hating each other, but then by the time you're getting divorced, it's pretty bad. Um, I would say probably a divorce from a marriage, especially if it's, if you were dating for a while and then married for a while, it, it's um, hardly is it ever a thing where both people just kind of um, say, hey, you know, um, this isn't exciting as it was before. Maybe we made a mistake and I'm just really not that into you. And, you know, I'm not really that into you either. So since it's, since it's a dual thing, let's just be decent about it and not get like all, um, personalizing it. And how about we just, you know, get divorced and make it really easy and simple. And there we go. I mean, that would be great. If people did that but that's not usually how it happens <laughs> usually um, people start having these thoughts I want to say they have the thoughts to themselves and that's what makes them start looking at the other person too so you may be thinking it's getting a little stale or the honeymoon is like, oh, you're like, ah, it's over already? Dang, <laughs> the honeymoon part's over? That's the funnest part and it's already over. And for some people who um, just aren't mature enough for that yet, um, that can be a real problem right there. And I think too, a lot of people will, all of a sudden they'll realize, ha, huh, I'm not mature enough for this yet. I wanna say that because it, that happened to me. And but here's the thing. I thought, well, <laughs> that's too bad that I'm not mature enough because guess what? Um, it doesn't change my perspective to the fact that I'm bored now in this relationship. We weren't married. Um, and I just want to try to figure out a way to do this in the nicest, easiest possible way without crushing a person's soul by saying, well, the sex has gotten lame and... <laughs> Um, you're not putting hardly any effort into the relationship anymore at all, including in the bedroom. So, yeah, I think it's time to step out. I want to step out of this and be done with it. And, you know, I don't think that you should have any drama about that because even if it is my fault that I got bored and I am a Libra Gemini, so that happens. But um, it's your fault because you stopped chasing, you stopped caring, you stopped putting any effort in. Um, but then again, <laughs> I have to say that that would have probably been futile for you to do that. You know, like it would have been stupid for you to do that because you, I mean, I would have liked it. And maybe actually we could have had maybe a little bit more fun before it's over. But Sometimes it's better to cut it off, you know, quick, you know, like rip the bandit off quick type thing. You don't want to get too invested because then all kinds of little things happen. Like you start um, 
being on uh, you know the other person's car insurance or uh you you know like you're living together and you have all these material things that like okay so then you break up and it's who's getting this and whose is that and was that yours or was that mine and I just was like just whatever you think is mine just put it in this corner and I'll take it and um unless it's something really personable to me like you know something my mom or dad or something gave me or something like that otherwise I really don't give a crap about material things that much and I'm just ready to get out the door and go find someone new to date actually this really kind of how I um that was the energy I was in so it happens um so I can't really look at guys and 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 um like some of my gal friends my girlfriend gal friends whatever you call them they uh especially the married ones are really deeply committed you know like they've been invested for like 10 years that the boyfriend that they haven't gotten married yet um those seem to be the, the most high strung <laughs> when it comes to like uh, triggering them because it, it's, it's something that's not even happening to them. It's happening to somebody else and they're they're watching it like on Jerry Springer or they're <laughs> or they it's their friend or something and they're telling me about it or something. And they just they get so triggered themselves and it's like, OK, slow down, breathe. It's not happening to you. But I think it's the fact that they think this person is like kind of in the same setting as me uh except my my friend was married the one that I'm actually thinking about that was talking to me about somebody else's problem that wasn't married and they were in a relationship forever but anyways they lived right down the street she was, they were good friends um the guys even hung out like her guy and the, her friends her girlfriend's guy they um hung out and um so we think that I, I remember one time I went to like a little get together what they had and it was like in the end everybody left but I was one of the little stragglers and so then it was my friend and her partner and the friend that lives down the street the one that's having the problem her and her partner and um did I feel like a fifth wheel no because everybody was really funny her um and they were really nice and they were I, I, like all in all everybody was good people there so um but that breakup you would not have known that these were the same two people that you went to a party with and they were being so funny and um i would not want to say that they were being lovey towards each other but they weren't being like hateful or nothing either um i think at the point that um i went to this party it, they were already kind of having the first stages of the problems. But um, when it was all done and said, oh boy, that was a drag out, knock down, kind of like, you know, go all 12 rounds and uh, and it's a tie. <laughs> like if it was boxing, that would be really bad. Um, in fact, I don't even know if that's ever happened. All 12 rounds and it's a tie. I think somebody ends up having to to be the winner but not in this case scenario not when it comes to um yeah and it was um it was just a case of when they got together uh they really didn't talk about what each one is going to play a role in in the relationship especially because they moved in together so and they were uh they were engaged and I think that 
the guy had one perspective, like, um, he thought that he's going to come home and get, you know, home cooked meals, <laughs> which is nothing wrong with that. Um, but she was, um, studying to be a marine biologist. So first thing, she wasn't going to stay here in, in the state where there's no marine life around, you know, we in the middle of this climate that there's like, you know, rivers and lakes, but there's, <laughs> that's not anything like what a marine biologist does. Um, so she needed to go someplace, you know, not inland. She needed to go out towards the, the water and to find a, the job or the career or whatever that she was looking for. And I guess because, you know, he knew that she was going to college to be a marine biologist because that was one of the first things that, you know, she said when they met, you know, like, what are you studying? Because they met in college. So what are you studying? Oh, I'm studying to be a marine biologist. Oh, okay. Um, here in Kansas, no, we're not really in Kansas, but pretty, pretty close. Um, yeah, they don't need too many um, marine biologists in, in the Midwest. They really don't. <laughs> uh, so but she kind of felt like she thought he knew that uh, when it was time to be all done with college, that she's going to be moving to, you know, um, a location where she could get a job. And that would be East Coast, West Coast, something like that. Um but I guess he didn't really think of that. I think I guess he just thought she was going to college to be a marine biologist. But what she was really going to do in life was going to get with him and um, make sure that that when he got home from work, that dinner was ready. And <laughs> maybe she was going to pop out a couple kids and then she's just going to sit on that uh, bachelor degree or whatever it was that she ended up having to get for me, marine biologist. Um and uh, never really apply it, but apply herself in more useful um, ways, which would be taking care of his needs. <laughs> and I don't want to say, like, I'm being really sarcastic about that. In a way, I kind of am, because I did have to say to him when I talked with him after it was all done and said, like, okay, but what really did you think? You, you just thought she was going to college just because? she liked to waste your parents' money <laughs> or what the deal um and he he said something like well I just figured she you know, like after we had like a couple kids or something she could always go back to work <laughs> well kids take a really long time in case you haven't heard they're not like puppies um it's not like six weeks it's more like you know 18 years they take a long time to sprout those kids <laughs> So, um, it was just a thing of, they didn't have any kids, thank goodness, in that time that they were together. Because they were together like a year and a half before. Uh, so, they were together, I would say, a year. And then the poopy started hitting the fan. Um, like, right at a year. It's crazy. And so, it wasn't even five months later and they were divorced but it was a like I said it was like a I, I don't know they both had to live there still for a while because um they this is a um a house that they rented from the owner that's out east of town if you know out of way out of the rural area and uh, they have, you know, they have a lease. So I guess they signed like an 
two-year lease or an 18 I know I think it was like an 18 month lease I think or if it was a two-year lease they was able to get out of it like a few months earlier somehow but I'm not sure how that went but um you know she wants to leave and he's like well no you can't because I can't afford to pay for this place by myself because it's like a you know it was like a ranch it was like so even though it's like clear way out in the boonies and all that um and this person that was renting it uh, was a relative of one of theirs, but still they needed to cover what the mortgage was at least. And that happened to be a little bit too, really it was too steep for for just one of them to do by themselves. Um, it would have taken both of their incomes. So uh, they were kind of stuck with each other until that lease was up. So that was a big problem. And I think it was just a lot of crushed ego and actually crushed hurt feelings. Um, and it just, it just, I just kind of wanted to bring that up so close to Valentine's Day. Just because sometimes, I mean, don't you wish you could just do it like how I suggested in the first place? We just kind of be honest and lay it out there and nobody gets all super bitter about it and taking it all personally. And... <laughs> Some people really don't take it personally. I mean, they might kind of go, oh, well, I never. <laughs> but they're just kind of joking around because they have really high self-esteem and they know that just because that person isn't vibing with them anymore doesn't mean, um, it, it really doesn't mean anything. It just means that's their problem, pretty much. Um, just like, because I'm a Libra, and I have Libra placement in my sun, my moon, um, my Venus, my Pluto, and Uranus. So I have a lot of Libra placements. And then I'm also Gemini rising. So it's all about duality and balance. That's, that's my life in a nutshell. That's all I'm striving to do is keep everything in line, everything balanced, everything in duality, everything in like, you know, it's perfect little perspective of that makes my life more easy if everything else is flowing and organized. And But you can't control everything. And so that's the thing. So especially when it comes to people and relationships, there's no way I've given up on that, that I balance everything else. <laughs> I go balance a fake checkbook if I have to, just because I, I need to balance something. I'll balance a ball in the end of my nose. I don't care. But relationships and people, you cannot balance that or or keep that in kind of some kind of duality perspective. And it just doesn't work. And people tend to lean one way and lean the other way and somebody's taking 20 percent and then another person is taking you know is giving 80 and then you know then the next time it's 50 50 and then and then you know another another life trigger span comes around and then one person's doing like 95 percent and one the other person's not even doing five percent i i don't even know somebody else is doing five percent in the relationship the dog or something but um yeah so People are just so unpredictable and we're very triggered all the time. Most of us are so triggered and that's because we had um, crappy parents. <laughs> no, it's not always just the parents. I I like to give parents crap because um, I'm a parent too and my children are, you know, my, my oldest is already gone. He's 18. He's out of the house too. So um, 
now uh, that they have kids, they have a different perspective. So it's kind of funny because um, none of us are perfect. And even with our relationships with our kids, it's, it's a, you know, sometimes we have really bad judgment calls and do bad mom and bad dad things. <laughs> so, um, and, but our kids live and, and they, but they do go out into the world with um, baggage from any kind of, they say trauma, but sometimes it's not really trauma. It's just, it just sparks some kind of emotion in people that they get triggered when that same kind of thing comes up and and it's like oh no you don't you're not bringing that up and I'm not taking it and I'm you know like my mom used to do that to me or my dad used to say that and I'm not listening to that or hearing that anymore and don't put me in a corner or a position that seems familiar to that because I'll come fighting my way out like a you know a caged tiger I should say a caged um koala bear because <laughs> I was watching a show the other night and we think koala bears are these cute little, oh, they're so cute. And, oh my gosh, these things were not cute at all when you got a really good look at their face. They were really ugly <laughs> and they were mean as heck. They were and to each other. I mean, they were biting tails of each other and scratching each other's face. It was craziness. I haven't seen anything like that since I watched Mean Girls. Sorry, I had to take a drink. And if you hate when hearing people swallow, I'm right there with you. So I'm sorry I had to swallow that drink, though. I'm like, I, yeah, I have this thing. I, I there's a name for it, but I don't have it full blown where I can't hear anybody chew and it drives me crazy or whatever, but, or swallow or, um, but sometimes if, if people are here with me in, this room with me, you know, and we're having some, you know, breakfast or dinner or whatever. And I hear them swallow or drink their drink and swallow or chew their food. And it doesn't bother me at all. Not at all. There's something about when I'm hearing somebody on a podcast or somebody, um, uh, you know, on the radio, a podcast, YouTube, any of those things, something probably with the mic amplifying it and a person swallows or or they're chewing, it just, uh, yeah, it really does make me be like, but <laughs> I just, it gives me like almost the shivers, but in a bad way. It's just, I can't take it. So I, it's like, I know, right. There's a, a terror reader that I follow on um, YouTube and she's great. She's wonderful. She gets it right every time. So I listen to her, but she does drink a lot when she's um, doing her tarot read, of course, because you're talking a lot and your mouth gets dry. And so I, I get it. But um, I, I will hear her pick up her glass and the ice kind of tingles and I'll be like, ah, she's going to swallow. She's going to drink and swallow. And so I like I have to plug my ears because it's just too much. It's she, and she's like right up in the um, microphone. I feel like as she's you know drinking, it's like right there, like she's got the microphone right up to her throat or something, you know. And you hear gulp all big, you know. Like, uh, can't take it. So, anyways, yeah, that's a weird thing about me. <laughs> so we probably should now that I've um, discussed this whole thing. If you are not, I, I did all that talking about how, you know, people are weird and get triggered and all that. Because if you are not with somebody right now, 
that does not mean that this um, tarot might not resonate for you. Somebody could be coming in. Or if you are breaking up with a person or um, thinking of breaking up with a person, again, um, you know, this, this tarot, re tarot readings for um, people's love life doesn't always come out all cheery, happy, and wonderful because that's how situations don't always come out like that. So, therefore... Um, it could be, I just don't want anyone to be triggered. And so, Zach, I'm doing a damn thing. Oh, God. Sorry about that. Um, I don't want anyone to be triggered by the, um, the tarot reading if it comes out bad. So if you're not in a bad situation with your person and it's, you know, peaches and cream and, and, the, and this isn't resonating with you all at all and the energy's not right, then don't take this reading as yours. I was going to try to get a couple in. I probably won't. Um, I talk too much, but um, if you were called in, you channeled in and you're listening to this tarot, it doesn't necessarily have to mean it's completely all of it is for you. If there's some negativity in it that you don't like, um, then it's probably not for you. And on top of that, you know, the tarot reading is good for the fact of knowing what could be happening in the future and being able to change it because we um, we design our own destiny. We are, we are co-creators. And so if you don't like the way something's going, the way something's vibing, and you, you're like, oh, that outcome's terrible. I don't want that to happen. Then do what you can to change it. Listen to the advice of spirits, guides, um, they will give you some messages here. I'm also going to get love messages from your person. Um, and it could come out that it could all come out peaches and cream and a wonderful, lovely uh, tarot reading. But I'm just letting you know in case it doesn't, you don't have to take it as 100% that this is what's going to happen. You can always change it. Um, or if you're in that vibe where, you know, this is. You know, the tarot reading's making sense to you. And yes, it's something you're about to let go of. You know, if that's what the tarot says. Um, and you're, you're just like, yeah, I'm totally there. And I'm not trying to change it because I'm already feeling like, you know, that's just what it is. Then, you know, hopefully you can get a little bit of clarity for, you know, feeling a little bit better about it. Or maybe a direction you can take so to lessen the blow for the other person or something like that. But uh, I do love readings a, a lot for my clients, but I don't like to do them too often for um, live streams or podcasts or whatever because people just seem to get really, really triggered by it. And it's like, well, then don't. It's not your reading, then it's okay. Everything's everything's all right. Um, it's probably somebody else's reading. <laughs> But always you can probably, if you're drawn to a reading, more than likely there's a message within that reading for you. Not the whole thing is for you, but there's some kind of something that is why, like, you know, the universe kind of lined it all up and angels kind of said, you know, go here, go there. It's like, it's just one of those things. Like, it's not just a coincidence. It's um, you're divinely guided to to hear a message, so... Take that as you will. And anyways, let's get started. So first of all, I'm going to go ahead and roll the angel um, dice for you. And let's see what you got here. Spirit guides, angels. 
Come on, guys, Guardian, just please give me some dice for messages for collective and for the good of all mankind and for my listeners. Okay, so we've got we got four, one, four, two, four, one, four, two. You can write that down and later on. If you remember, hopefully, hopefully you do, because it's always um, a trip when you get the angel messages and it ends up being a lot like you're reading or kind of coincides with it. Um, but yeah, just go and, and uh, Google that number, you know, just Google it and say, you know, what is the angel meaning for such and such number? And and then uh, it'll, it'll give you some messages there. Um. And then I also have these beautiful little cards. I'm going to start out with giving you just a couple of these cards um, from the angels, from the um, divine spirit. And just something to kind of get you in the love vibration. <laughs> okay. And let's see. The first one is... You are a gift from God, and that's how I'll treat you. That's funny because I got love. I got these messages um, for myself from my own tarot early this morning, and I got this exact same card. And on the back, it says, May God grant you your heart's desire and make all of your plans succeed. Psalms 24. That's a nice card. I like that one. Let's see. Let's get a couple more. Here we go. You fill my life with joyful moments. Oh, that's that's nice. That's that seems like that might be coming more like from your your person, or if you're single, a person that's going to be coming into your life soon. And if you're um, going through a breakup, then that's probably not from your person, <laughs> but maybe from your mom or something. The Lord will love you and bless you. Very nice. And I'm going to grab one more just to, just so you can just feel really good about yourself. <laughs> okay, angels, what do we got? Love is patient. Love is kind. It's Corinthians. Through our feelings come and go, God's love for us does not. And that was C.S. Lewis. All right. So take that as it resonates. If you, you know, if you don't believe in God, but you believe in the universal collective or, you know, universal. I mean, there, there's got to be some kind of something that you believe in. Um, just, you know. That's the universe or God telling you that um, you're going to be loved and you're going to be blessed and and you and you give somebody some joyful moments. So it's probably your mom, <laughs> even if you are in a relationship. That was probably probably still your mom that that um, came through with that. I just feel like that was like something moms would say. 
Like, oh, you just fill me with joyful moments, honey. <laughs> I hope that not everybody's mom sounds like that, but but you never know. Okay. It's been a while since I've done a love spread, so I do have um, an actual love spread that I'm going off of. And I just have to get it out because I put it away by accident. And I have to remember which one it was. Okay, that's not it. What did I do with it? Wasn't that one. Was it this one? Oh, it was this one. Wait, was it this one? No, I can't remember. Um, I think it was this hard one. Yeah, it was. Okay. My eye is totally wigging out. I'm also looking. I'm looking at these other pages just to make sure. Actually, I think it was this one. Yeah. Okay, so let's get started here with the Terracle. The Terracle. Uh-huh, the Terracle. That's funny. The Tarot cards. I'm going to start you out with Tarot cards, and then we'll get into Oracle cards. And um, then we'll do love messages. Let's see. What do you have for the podcast listeners? Spirit, what do you have for the podcast listeners? I've got a card that's backwards in there, like it's flipped up, so it's turned up as I'm shuffling, I can see it. So that is an indication for me to go there and start with that. And I think it is just this one card, yeah. Oh, wow, okay, hmm. <laughs> oh my, okay. Hmm. So we got four of coins here. And, you know, this, this four of coins, it's like a, it's like a spirits are trying to remind you that there are other things important in life, not just material possessions. And so probably we're getting this maybe, um, you know, like, Maybe some of you are thinking about giving your person a gift. Um, and I think with this, we're maybe, um, maybe let's try to keep it something not too, too expensive. If you were thinking about going really expensive in jewelry, that's, you know, more than a hundred dollars plus something like that. I think spirit is going to let you off the hook from that one, <laughs> unless you really, really, really are adamant about doing it. But um, it's time to kind of take a look at your finances in a way where you're not spending out too much money at this time anyways. And normally in law of attraction, we would not say that. We would say, you know, if you act like you have 
like you, if you act like you don't have any money and you act like, you know, um, that's going to be gone tomorrow, then it will be right. So you have to stay in that vibration of, of not worrying, but that doesn't mean that sometimes you do have to maybe, um, crack down and budget a little bit just because, um, I mean, it could be anything. Maybe around tax time, you pay taxes in more than you ever get any. And so you have to be, um, you know, having an extra for that. And and um, maybe there's a couple other things that renewal and maybe your tax, you know, you being taxed on your house happens at the same time or something too. So it's just like, it's I'm getting this feeling and this vibe from, from spirit and from these cards that it's like... Um, you might not want to spend around this time and maybe normally you don't because it happens the same time every, you know, that this comes around uh, happens to be that, you know, you've got some, maybe it too, if you have a business, then um, there's some business expenses that are not, nor, uh, you know, like normal monthly business expenses, um, some kind of annual and it always kind of comes around this time. Um, and in fact, some of you even think of it like uh, you're sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, this is me because I'm always saying this always happens. All these all these bills and I have I get all, um, you know, basically I pay all this stuff in February. And I know because it's always around Valentine's Day. And so it's always like I'm I'm always not broke, but not as not as abundant <laughs> as normal. So um but it's not like you're put out either, but, but also I'm getting from these cards is maybe the, your person wants you to make something a little bit more authentic. So I'm seriously, I know it seems cheesy, but even making like, um, just some cards like blink index cards or something. And it just says things on there like, um, one free massage for 15 minutes or a foot massage for 20 minutes or a back scratch for, you know, stuff like that. Um, or I'll do, uh, you know, like one, I'll do dishes tonight type of thing. Like it's like you're making a bunch of coupons. Um, and I know if I know some, you guys maybe and gals too are thinking I'm not going to do that it's so corny but actually I it goes over very well for a lot of people I mean unless you don't do unless you don't validate the coupons and then that doesn't go over well at all but um yeah if you if you do validate the coupons it goes over really well uh, a lot of people don't realize how much somebody else just really loves you know um that you know somebody scratching their back or massaging their feet um I'm definitely one that, that loves all the, you know, touchy-feely type of attention. So, and there's a lot of people who don't. So it, it becomes, it's a huge, it's a huge red flag right off the bat for me if the person is not, you know, it's like if they don't like to be too touchy, they don't like touching, they don't really like you touching them a lot. I mean, it's not like they're like slapping your hand away and saying, oh, I don't like to be touched. But I mean, it's just not something that comes to their mind regularly. And there's something here too about um, maybe your partner's been asking you something like saying, um, and this I, I I'm not picking up masculine or feminine, so it's like 
for all of you out there, it could be vice versa. You know, it could be you're the masculine, you're the feminine. I'm not sure. I can't tell who's who. Um, but I, you're, like it's your partner's coming in and they keep saying, uh, or they, they were saying it, um, like, you know, is, if you need to talk, is anything bothering you or is everything okay? And, and that's not really like your partner to do that. So it's not one of those kind of clingy partners that do that all the time. They need validation all the time. Like, you know, every, every other day is, are we okay? Is everything good in this relationship? Or is there, are we still, do you still love me? I still love you. Is everything, you know, like, no, it's not, this isn't something like that. It's just like, so you thought, well, maybe. I, you know, I was a little grumpy or I was a little short with them or something like that. Maybe that's where it was coming from. But, um, so then they asked you again, like maybe the next day, you know, like, um, you sure you don't need to talk about anything and is everything okay at work? Is everything okay with kids? And, you know, and, uh, yeah, I know you're like, everything's fine. Okay. This partner, and they're not doing it on purpose. This is a subconscious thing. They are asking you about your feelings and how you're doing because they actually have something on their mind. And and um, subconsciously, they think that that them asking you in the way that they have been is going to trigger you into asking them. <laughs> um, somehow they just feel like, you know, that was the best course of action to try to get you to... Because <laughs> they don't want to just come up and just say oh, I have a problem. We, we need to talk. So they would rather that you, um, you know, just be like, hey, is everything going all right? Are you okay? And it seemed kind of quiet or whatever. And in fact, um, if you think about it, your person has been kind of quiet lately around you. Um, and now don't go freaking out. It's not, you know, it's not, um, I don't think it's that quite of a big, that big deal. But, um, we also do have this Ten of Swords, which can mean a failure in a relationship or um, a breakup or being, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, stabbed in the back, betrayed. Um, and I feel like this is one of those kind of vibes, too, where it's like... Um, um, with the sword... With the sword... Yeah. This Three of Swords here in reverse... That indicates like three um three party situation. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a romantic partner or that they've cheated, you know, um maybe emotionally cheated. It could be some I could see that perhaps, but mm, I don't even think that that is this is just some this is some kind of it, it could even be a person's mom. Um their friends, like their friends whispering in their ear, like maybe they don't get along with you or maybe they're getting jealous of, um, they used to spend a lot of time together and now they're spending their time with you and that's making them really jealous. And so they're, they're talking a lot of nonsense and jealousy and gossip. And, and that could be another thing too. It's a hater thing, like, um, whether on your side or on their side, but you had a person that maybe you were kind of seeing on again off again or was maybe dated a couple times before this other person that you're with now came into your life and you kind of just ghosted that other person and so but you kind of hang out in the same circles still so they see you with your new person and they just get really enraged by that even if they hadn't gone out with you for very long 
Um, or and some of you could been you guys did uh, date for a long time and maybe even live together and um, your new your new person just really did throw a monkey wrench into all of that and that other person is still even though if it's been a while like for some of you if that's the case it probably has been a while I want to say like more than a year for some of you that might not be the case but for some of you it's been more than a year and uh, like almost two years and uh they've even dated other people and you've seen and you you know you were happy for them you know but you know they still have a chip on their shoulder and it's not that they're deep it's not like oh because they deeply love you still and that's why no they they are happy with this other relationship that they're with but they just they feel like it the like the most ultimate competition match that you can ever have like you know somebody took you away from them and they just absolutely have an ego that's way 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 too um yeah they they can't handle that so that's they're in their ego and they're being just very um It's like they were in disbelief, first of all, because this person's ego is that, you know, they had really high self-esteem about themselves, but to the point where, you know, um, they couldn't even believe that you're dating someone else at the same time that you went on these couple of dates with them. I want to say like you went to the movies and maybe one time. Well, I, for, for both both times, it was like you went to the movies, yeah. I'm not seeing that you did anything else, really. Um, and this person, I think, one of the reasons, too, it wasn't just that you met this other person and that's what happened, you know, and she was, because um, this person's like, I, how could she even be better than me? There's no way. And they're just really all mad about it and up in their head about it. But realistically, though, uh, if if she was to come and ask for closure and ask you really why did you, you know, choose this person over me, which she hasn't done. I, I, I don't see that she's done that with, or he, it could be a ma masculine too. Um, I don't see that they've, you know, asked any of you that maybe, maybe one or two of you have had that situation, but um, for the most part, no, they, they, they don't even want to discuss it. <laughs> um. But they just really, not only do they think that they're really good looking, but they think that they have this wonderful charismatic personality too. So, um, yeah, that just threw them for a loop. And so they're, they're going to take a while for them to get over it. So if you go out and about and you happen to bump into them and, you know, they're trying to mind their Q's and P's as best they can, but um, maybe sometimes you kind of feel like somebody's, you know, burning a hole in the back of your head and you just happen to intuitionally know someone's staring at you and you turn and maybe she's just like glaring at you, you know, and I know that's pretty uncomfortable, but just try to grin and bear it and this person will get over this. They just, there's so much love for themselves there that, yeah, that's the person that might have gone a little overboard with that. So... What? Yep, just take it. Yeah, take it as it resonates. It's not going to be for everybody. But for the most part, I do see that this 
is going to be, yeah. Let's, well, let's see what else we get. So we do have the Ten of Swords with the, um, the Three of Swords in reverse. So mm -hmm. that's usually saying some kind of, some kind of um, bad negative vibes in there. Let's see what else we got. There we go. Oh, everything is coming out in reverse. Gosh darn it. Uh, seven of coins in reverse. So, and what do we have here? Like, okay, what we do? What was the first one I did? I want to say that, yeah, you've got nothing here. But the, um, so far we've just got pentacles and swords. Um, so you've got the seven of coins and also the nine of swords. The nine of swords and this, oh, and this nine of swords, yeah, it's upright. So the nine of swords is like, you know, about... It's kind of really significant, you know, it's the closest thing I can think to come and sums it all up is like a nightmares. But it's not just that you're waking up from nightmares. You're just having a hard time going to sleep because your mind's racing because, you know, um, within this love connection, you're worried. You're very worried about something. Um, maybe you weren't until I told you that your partner has something to tell you. <laughs> but no, really... It's it's nothing all that bad. And even you right now with this worry, it, this has been something that ha you've been feeling for a while. You are. You're picking up a vibe. You're intuitionally picking up a vibe from your person. Something is a little helter-skelter there. Something's off-put. Um, I don't think it's anything that, that bad. But let's see. Let's just, maybe we could just get the, um, the angels to clarify what that is. What is going on with... My podcast person, that they are throwing out some crazy vibes. Ace of Cups in reverse, though. <laughs> so that's a love card. That's all day the love card, but it just, it needs, it's probably not, something's happening that's kind of making this connection go a little slower than you, th you thought it was coming together fairly well. And um, you were looking forward to, you know, like the new stages of it and going in further and, you know, like getting in deeper with that partner. And, and um, but it's uh, they've kind of gotten a little they're not running. So it's not a runner chases situation, but they are getting kind of stagnant. Maybe um, maybe ghosting every once in a while. If you're not living together with them, you're still living apart. Um, they might have actually like stood you up or something um and that's that's not that's not for everybody yet that is only for a few of you but for the others of you um it might not have been that they stood you up but that just that um they haven't been calling as much lately or you had expected to hear back from them to ask you like on another date by now or something and they haven't but or or they did, but it took such a long time. It was like they maybe they just called you like a day or two ago. And uh, the last date you had was like two months ago. So, um, but they have every excuse in the book, you know, COVID and their job. And, <laughs> and um, 
but for the most part you kind of know that that's like no it's got nothing to do with that it's just yeah this person is kind of almost borderline depressive sometimes and when they get like that they really have a hard time pushing themselves to to do anything really um but yeah that's what i'm picking up on and then we've also got the eight of wands just kind of looking over to see if how these are how the cards are coming together telling me a story yeah I definitely see so even with the three of swords that came out it might not have anything to do with the third party situation actually it could because uh, there's a sun in this um, card as well, so indicating, and there actually in this card there are no people. Um, this card is just um, a heart with some arrows going in it, and it's, yeah. Hmm. Let's see. Mm-hmm. So we do have the Eight of Wands representing opportunity. I, I really kind of get the feeling, though, that's why they... I, I turned the Three of Swords. I turned it back upright because I feel like it is supposed to be upright. It, but that was an indicating a warning, an indication. When it comes to this Ten of, of um, Swords here, don't be too triggered. And try to look at something from another person's point of view, another person's perspective, because I think that... Um, they're going to come with, to you with something that they want to tell you with truth or um, something that's going to be a little unsettling for you. Um, maybe they are, oh, I kind of get with this eight point here too. I kind of get like they're maybe um, taking a flight out to, you know, I don't know, California or something. Um, and they can't wait because they're freezing where you're at currently <laughs> and they want to go someplace warmer, but they are definitely, um, going out there to, um, take a look at a job, a job offer. And so they probably are going to be gone for a couple months and you're not very happy with this and, um, and it's like you, you can't move forward with that because now it's going to just put you in some kind of waiting period so now everything that you were thinking because they do come to you before valentine's day um that for most part most of you do if you have a straggler that doesn't come to you towards um valentine's day just try to see if you can you know get your hand in there and get it out so otherwise it's gonna end up smelling like stinky boots um so yeah if you could just get your person to 
I just feel like they're going to come forward to to you. They're going to tell you some kind of truth or something. The truth is going to be more of a thing where it's like, okay, I could be getting this wonderful job in another city where I make lots of money. And I feel like then this is going to be, oh, yeah, with the Knight of Swords in reverse. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a conflict. And so if it doesn't resonate exactly like that, like maybe they're not taking a job in another state or something but there's some an ex has come back into their life something to that point of view so um so maybe hang off on buying the expensive jewelry or lingerie or whatever it was that you were um thinking about doing and um you know try not to get too triggered and this doesn't resonate for everybody uh some of you this could be on a little bit lighter scale not quite so uh detrimental that it's not like um an ex is coming back into their life and completely taking over but some of you that could be the situation um don't turn it you know into a competition if that's you know the case like just you know be you and uh most people when they know the good stuff is you gotta really you know dig deep and scoop it up it doesn't just fall into your lap or it's not what's on the surface so if there is an ex that is interfering, just, you know, just have faith that she'll see right through that ex because they are an ex. Why are they an ex? They're an ex for a reason because they didn't get along the first time. So just have faith that, um, you know, they could have had a relationship for a very long time or something like that or or um, maybe there was um, a child involved and they and they kind of wanted to see the child again or something like that. And they just maybe the other person said something about they needing closure. So it might not be like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with my ex because we're going to, you know, we're going to get together and <laughs> just think of all kinds of ways of how I can get you, break up with you now. No, it's not going to be anything like that. Um, but... I really am not reading too much more into this reading than that. I just feel like for some of you, you just have to, there's a, you know, your, your love connection is being a little, a little on the shady side this Valentine's Day. So you just have to work around that. Oh, we do have uh, this card ceremony, invocation. So, you know, um, maybe don't make this big a deal about Valentine's Day this year because I think that they're not um, they're not on that same page as you as far as like um, maybe they thought you guys would go out to eat or something on Valentine's Day but not like back and forth um, it, and for some of you I don't even think your person thinks you even was gonna do anything they probably they don't even think that you were gonna do anything and then we got a whale a breach so yeah there's a breach there's a breach in this connection um, but it will come back because, you know, th this whale has to come back. He, he can only breach the top of the water for so long and then something has to come of it, right? So let's get one more. Let's at least get a couple messages from your person. Love messages from your person. See what they got to say to you. Um, what kind of energy they have. Right quick. Let's see. I'll be right here. 
So yeah, see they're letting you know. They're just going to go check out what does their their you know past person want, or they got to go check out this job or something that's going to separate you. You might not even be around each other uh, actually on Valentine's Day because of them having to you know feel some other commitment. But then it says I'll be right here. So yeah, yeah, they're not going anywhere really. Uh oh, I dropped some on the ground. We gotta hurry here. Respect, please. Clarify your emotions concerning this connection. So for some of you, it could be they're just not knowing where you guys are at and they do want this confirmation and you, you were maybe feeling that pull and that's why this Valentine's Day you were kind of wondering what was going on. So there you go. And let's see. Your hugs make me feel better. And will no you be mine? Oh, that's no cute. Will you be mine? Just like, um, so some of them, they do want you to be there.